The Think Tank. KTAR News on 92.3 FM and KTAR.com. We are talking education in Arizona, uh, the teaching of controversial subjects in social science courses. Uh, we have two social science teachers, uh, K-12, uh, one, one teaches middle school, one in high school, Jim Byrne and Chico Robinson. And I want to go to you, Jim, because peripherally related to this, at least in the historical sense, is there was the Mexican-American Studies program down in Tucson, which... Uh, Caught the attention of the legislature, not in a way that they were happy about. I, I wonder if you could, you know, sort of take us back with it's not a current controversy, but it certainly fits into this broad discussion about how our uh, how social science issues are taught and controversial issues are taught in our schools. I wonder if you could walk us through that history, what happened, what it was about and where we stand now. Sure, best as uh, I can, as it's been told to me through community members and and even some of the colleagues who are around, my colleagues who are around for that um, experience. Um, And I'll kind of try and tie in what what Chico said in terms of like tracking data, understanding um, the history of the United States, the current reality as best as, you know, we can all map it out. And, you know, scholarship from universities and colleges were doing research um, and, you know, tracking the quote-unquote achievement gap for African-American students, Latino students, and saying, you know, and, and drawing connections between the things that they were being taught inside of school. So, you know, for, for what us educators can control inside of a classroom, how can we alter this to try and close that achievement gap? And, Statistics then went on to prove that if you are generating curriculum that, you know, there's labels for it now, culturally relevant, culturally responsive, et cetera. And, you know, if we wanted to get into the weeds of what those things mean, uh, we can. But um, it's that basically if you can start to share the culture and history of the students that you're teaching in a way in which better connects to their lived reality, they'll kind of start to buy into school more their reading and literacy levels will go up. And it's not that they couldn't read before, but there was a number of different barriers, uh, be it cultural, be it, uh, you know, historical. Um, and, and so a program like Mexican-American Studies and TUSD was aimed at eliminating and actually achieved at eliminating uh, the achievement gap in, liter- in, in math and uh, reading scores, et cetera. And it caught the eye because um, – I think some people think because it was successful, because you had, edu- you know, the perception of, you know, educated black and brown students uh, moving forward. Um, but, yes, there was – I mean, if you can understand that everything is political, f- no matter, you know, w- sort of where you fall on the spectrum, that these were political acts in the sense that, like, they were telling different sides of U.S. history or completing the story and completing, telling more of the picture of what was happening in the United States, uh, whether it was from, uh, you know, the first European settlers coming across or, or what was happening in the classroom. In or even if or you're starting like from the perspective of those who are settling. Right. right. Exactly. Who are right. these people coming over and what did they do to our ancestors kind of thing? And how did this stuff maintain itself over time to bring us to the reality that I you mean, live every single day? Just to take an example of it that I think to the history that I was taught, you know, we we studied we studied Rome and we studied Greece and we studied Europe, and then ships went landed in North America and right. we did it from the, we did it from that perspective. 
Now, when the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock, I had to put this together afterwards, but I know that at that moment, there was already a university in Mexico City. <laughs> you know, and and we sort of got, we got taught about Spanish conquistadors, but that was only when, only when the other Europeans sort of marched west and there's a conflict of, a conflict in cultures. And God, I got, you know, I think, I want to throw this as a proposition to you, that most people think history, true history, just happens to be the version that version they got taught when they were kids, and that everything else is an attempt to politically mess with that. Mm. Fair statement. Yeah, I mean, and and I, I and it ignores the fact that the history that they got was politically determined in the first place. Absolutely, you know, they say you know history is is what's is the version written by the victors. Or the or the people in charge of uh, of you know of, of 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 defining what that is in a given culture at a given time. Um, I was talking to a, a, a friend of mine who's in, interested in this. For example, he studied interested in studying the American Revolution as it is taught in Great Britain. You know, very very different narrative there. There it is taught. He said as that was just an extension of the great conflict between the British and the French. Hmm. And that all this business of, uh, you know, our version of it, which is true for us, but is, you know, it's kind of like the blind. I, I, t- I say history is like the blind man and the elephant. You know, it's the part you touched first is not the truth. That is a piece of the truth. There's mm-hmm. there's a multifaceted and they're all true. And if you really try to educate people, you need them need to have them understand all of that. But um, but when but I, I listen to the kind of objections to a lot of this, and it's like you know we want to teach you know true history. That's the one that makes people proud to be an American. I said, well, no, that's a history, right? And often, and this is where it fears. I think you know it's often sanitized history because we don't want anything in it about how uh, America ever looks bad. It's okay to make other countries look bad. And then the thing about that is, you know, we say, well, we don't like the way the Chinese communists do their... T- they, they've sanitized their own history. They are, for example, I know a, a, a bit about this. They have failed to come to grips with the atrocities that occurred under Mao. But I think some of the folks who have criticized you guys... Mm-hmm. Are guilty of doing the, the irony is they're guilty of doing it exactly the same thing. They they want quote pro American in other words sanitize the history so it tells everything from our perspective and ignoring all other perspectives. They're doing the same thing. They play you know it's kind of like you're in the same league but you're playing you're playing for a different team but the the techniques are the same. Sure, I mean everybody uh, loves the the great American story that uh, they were taught way back when mm-hmm. about landing on Plymouth Rock and our forefathers, but nobody likes to hear that Washington had slaves 
Everybody likes to hear about the indigenous people that help the pilgrims, but nobody wants to hear about the Trail of Tears. Oh, they they hear they hear about the sled, but they, but it's but it's it's not focused on. Right. You know, we knew we sort of knew that doesn't surprise people knew that, it's but it's not. Wait, the, wait a minute. We're hearing from him. So we'll we're we're we get, uh, come to a news break right now. We'll be back with the two Arizona teachers teaching social science when we return in just a moment in the Think Tank. <laughs> 